Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com slash biggest for your free audiobook download. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? How's it going? And Sean, our audio engineer. Welcome back, folks. Hey, guys. Hey, Sean. So, we had a big week, Dick. Uh, and Who the won? fans, the fans were really confused. So, this is a this is kind of a confusing one. Because yeah. uh, Man Spreading Discontent got the most votes. Right. Uh, followed by Satire with negative 903. Yeah. And... A lot of people were confused whether or not a vote for satire meant that you were making a satirical vote or if you're voting for the actual satire being a problem, in effect, meaning that you didn't understand that the satire problem was itself a satire. Are you trying to asterisk this one? Is that what you're doing? Are you trying to say that you won somehow? I think that's what you're trying to do. However, I I will say this. I know what you're talking about because everybody downvoted satire as a problem. Right. And that was your intent, I believe. Yes. However... However, man-spreading discontent got more upvotes than satire got downvotes. So I'm absolute valuing this one. However, since there is fuckery, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to play my song. I'm going to do something different Great. this week. This is what I... Do you remember uh, what you said about the movie Titanic? Uh, something about it being shit. And that you'd never watch it. You've right. never watched it, and you're never going to watch it. Oh, you it. motherfucker, I know what's so, coming. So now, every time you lose... I'm going to bring in 30 seconds of the movie Titanic <laughs> that you have to watch. Sean, can you crank the volume? Because this, this is a very soft intro, setting the tone. Son of a bitch. I've got it on my iPad right here. Do you hear it, Maddox? Yeah, I hear your bullshit. <laughs> I hear your shenanigans. <laughs> Look at these pictures. I'm not going to. It's a bunch of sepia shots of the Titanic. If you're not going to watch it, you, I'll explain it yeah, to you. You can explain it all people, you want. People that are never going to come home. On the Titanic, are in sepia waving to their friends and families. Fuck you, Dick Masterson. (laughs) I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of this. I'm never gonna watch Titanic. Isn't it wistful? The song? Is it romantic? I'm sweating. I'm so angry. There you go. What is it? This has got to be a record. Like 24 seconds into the episode, I'm already sweating. This is the part you have to watch. See the ocean? I'm not not watching. No, no, I'm looking away. I'm looking away. I'm looking at myself. Titanic. It says Titanic. That's the title card. It's bullshit. That's it. It's bullshit. Okay, that's it. Good. You know what? I'm going to contact my lawyers to have them sue me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the there you have it. That's one win out of it's a three-hour movie. Okay. So that'll take uh, six hours to get through, 600 podcasts to get through, 600 losses, right. and you'll have watched the whole thing. And it's important to note that no one wins or loses on the show. All right. Matt Allegret says, Satire being a problem is Maddox's arrogant way of showing that even when his problems get trounced, he still wins since it was a sarcastic problem in the first place. The true test is whether it has more downvotes than manspreading discontent does upvotes. Well, yeah, I guess there you it, go. I guess it passed the true test. Test, uh, didn't it, Matt? So I guess uh, according to yours and Dick's weird, austere rules of this show, I, yeah. I won, quote, it's bullshit. Anyway. I got a voicemail for you about satire. Hey, Maddox, back on your Halloween episode, I sent you an email that said that your predator costume looked like a homeless guy that passed out in an olive garden dumpster. Uh, <laughs> that was satire. I just <laughs> want to apologize and throw myself to the mercy of the thought police. No. Hey, thank and you. Fuck you, Dick. No. Well. Great. Uh, you know what? I, I will take that into consideration for the apology. I have a comment from Nathaniel Watkins. He says, man, people just have no idea what to do with the satire problem. Is it satire? Should we vote it up ironically if it is, or should we take it straight? Hmm. Well, it looks like I, I think most people got it. It, it. it got negative 903 votes. Enough people got it. Enough people got it. Yeah. I got a bunch of comments. about. I got more hangover cures, like more than I know what to do with, and they all contradict each other. Here's more one. hangover cures. hangover advice for Dick Masterson. Yeah. I've got it just like Maddox. I never get hangovers, but uh, my girl's real susceptible to them. Hilarious. Sorry. <laughs> right. And uh, she finds that three things help. Lots of water in between every drink. Lots of water. Vitamin B12, like you guys already said, is after a meal and before you drink. And furthermore, don't eat when you're drunk because once the alcohol is in your system, the food soaks up the toxins and that releases it into your system and makes the hangover inevitable. 
Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. So don't eat and drink uh, two gallons of water after every beer. That's great advice. Yeah, what if you eat something that doesn't absorb anything, like a whole bunch of jellyfish Dude, or it's, squid? It's all bullshit. Yeah. I, I woke up this morning with my shoes on in bed. Mm. Am I eating? Is a magical cheeseburger going to fix that? Is water going to fix that problem? No. I, don't, I think a lot of psychotherapy, maybe, <laughs> Dick. Um, I got a comment from Brian Leong. He says, so manspreading discontent is basically a subset of shy people and introverts. Go vote up shy people and introverts, people, because that's exactly what it is. It's a bunch of pussies who are too afraid to speak up. Hey, you want to show that show people that you're strong and powerful and equal and blah, 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 blah. If somebody's doing something you don't like, speak the fuck up and tell them to stop. Otherwise, shut up. Like yeah. don't 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 do this passive aggressive social agenda where you have the MTA system do your dirty work for you with a bunch of signs that you go through the long arm of the law to post around the subway system. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. And What's next? No farting signs on the subway? They actually have that in casinos. When I was a kid, I'd go to arcades and it says, no El Fumar or whatever in That Spanish. means no smoking, shithead. Bah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is that, that what that means? means? You thought it was especially targeted to Mexican Mexicans people? <laughs> Don't fart? <laughs> he thought it was such a huge problem, like a rampant problem. It gets posted everywhere. Seriously? Episode's over. Yes, oh it means gosh. don't smoke. Did the picture of the cigarette next to no fumar there was no cigarettes. I don't speak Spanish. How the fuck? I'm a kid in an arcade because my parents have a gambling addiction. <laughs> well, we've covered some major addictions already on this show. Great. I'm pissed off already. Sean um, Thompson says, how can Dick drink a glass of water every three drinks? Doesn't that caller know there's a fucking drought? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Water, water's all. It's Canon Manley says, Dick, enough already. You don't have to explain the genius behind Maddox's problem. You're like the guy to party who explains jokes after they're told. On a second note, I don't know if satire being the negative votes means that the listeners actually get it and are in turn being satirical or they're complete idiots. Uh, Canon, I believe it's a mix of both and probably more likely the latter. Yeah, you do have to explain things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess there's that. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, um, I got one from Robert, Robert Araujo. I don't know how to say it. Hey, Dick, so we talked about Charlie Hebdo yeah. last time. And I made a a point that, uh, yeah, they're using satire as a weapon, right? right Against right. people who use guns as weapons. Satire as a weapon, that's saw. They're using saw as a weapon. Yeah, they're using saw. Um, so this guy says, hey, Dick, freedom of expression is protected because it can be weaponized. That's the fucking point. People decided it was important to be able to express ideas contrary to those or instigative of other organizations with the reasons and means to quell them like terrorist groups and governments. This is why when you say they're using satire as a weapon to provoke that ex- this exact kind of response, um, you are, co- you are uh, called a victim blamer because you are a, fasc- a fascist, freedom-hating, victim-blaming dick. Hmm. Uh, Sean, please don't delete this. PPS or PSS, he did that wrong. Dick, go fuck yourself. Yeah, um, I guess my point is don't, don't bring a pen to a gunfight. That's your point, Dick? Yeah. Okay. It's a sentence long. Um, I have one final comment from John Puckett. He says he's a f- he's four months away from completing his degree in music composition. And then he corrects you, Dick. He says, while you are correct in that the key of C, A, would normally be diatonically minor, you are playing power chords. None of the chords are minor or major. So if any of you want to play the song Dick wrote but doesn't know how to explain, the chords <laughs> are in fact C5, oh, G5, A5, F5. And uh, he just goes on with a whole bunch of music. Oh, that's the kind of musician you would be if you were a musician. Just (laughs) nitpicky. And that's the... Sean and I used to play out a lot as a band. And the worst part of it, it wasn't that no one would come see our shows. It wasn't that it makes no money. It wasn't lugging all the equipment around. It was talking to musicians. Because they're all horrible. Yeah. Like this guy. It's a a punk song. Yeah. Everybody knows punk songs are power chords. Uh-huh. That's the. St- I was just saying the structure in case you wanted to cover it on anything else. That's a that's a punk song. Yeah, yeah. That those right. guys played. All right, my victory song. Yeah, you know what song I'm talking about. Yeah, right? yeah. I know the fucking song, Dick. We don't have to. No. <laughs> Where is it? Okay, here oh, we go. It's too late. Let's uh, let's get to the problem. Speaking of shitty musicians and shitty sounds, All right. my first problem this week is loud muffler douchebags. Oh, yeah. Loud muffler douchebags is my problem. So, Dick, I think that it's important to note what the definition of a muffler is, okay? This is literally from the dictionary. It's a tubular acoustic device inserted in the exhaust system that is designed to reduce 
noise. So by definition, anytime a car or motorcycle sounds loud, their muffling system is defective. It's supposed to suppress sound by design, you fucking tools. Yeah. That's why it's called a muffler. It muffles noise. It has one job to do, and if you disable it or modify it so it no longer works, congratulations, you no longer have a muffler. It doesn't take a genius to modify a car to sound louder. Case in point, Dick, there's this guy on YouTube. It's a video called Drilled Holes in Muffler. <laughs> okay, It's a guy who owns a 1998 Ford Escort, and he's trying to make it sound louder. Yeah. The description of the video reads, and I'll be reading this to you with all the typos intact. Okay. I got tired of hearing nothing. <laughs> I got tired of hearing nothing but engine, so I divided to drill holes in my muffler. It's a lot cheaper than putting an exhaust system on. Okay? That's true. There's not much cheaper th- than drilling a hole in things. Yeah. Here's an excerpt from the video. I have holes drilled into my muffler for louder loudness. Um it's cheaper than going st- and spending, you know, $250 on a, you know, exhaust system. Uh, you know. Uh, you can get, you know, in your you front know. or backyard. Uh, depending, uh, you know, you know where you park your car. Uh, and, uh, you know, it takes, but, you know, only like 20 minutes. You know. You <laughs> and the video looks like shit. He's under his car showing his muffler. It just looks like shit. Is that an instructional on how to drill holes in your muffler? I, I guess. It doesn't even show him drilling holes in the muffler. Here's another excerpt from the video. Listen to this. This is what it sounds like. So why is this a problem, Dick? That's because it sounds like my apartment. Your, it's all, your yeah, apartment sounds I, like Yes, it. I live right off Hollywood. It sounds awful. It's just, yeah. This is what it sounds like uh, between yep. these assholes with this. I'm sorry. Cruising up and down what? all day. And I can't the hear police you. police showing off their stupid helicopters all night. What? It's impossible to sleep. I've had chicks not want to come over a second time because Ooh. of how loud my apartment is. It's Ooh. fucking horse shit. What? <laughs> when my, it takes my dog like a week to normalize when she comes over to my house. That's the reason they don't want to come over a second time? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Sean. At least I don't reek like weed, you asshole. Whoa. <laughs> I haven't smoked in years. Uh, shots my, fired. My equipment was stored in an uh, improper area. Uh, <laughs> Sean, Walter White over here. Yeah, yeah, Dick. Uh, that, that's, why it's a, that's why this horse shit is a problem. You can't fucking hear anything. Chicks won't come over to your apartment. You can't get laid or procreate. Well, 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 I can get laid. Well. <laughs> Settle down. Um, there's a worse. There's a worse version of this, though. What's you that? think you hate these guys? I do. There was a trend a while back where guys would put whistles on their mufflers. Yeah. Did you ever see that one? Yeah. Like they'd put like like it's like a giant metal reed that they would attach to the end of the muffler, and it would be it would be like 110 decibels or something ridiculous yeah. like that. Right. And you you congratulations. You made noise. Yeah. Something that babies do literally day one uh, of their life. They make noise. This guy goes on, Dick. This guy's a real moron. Listen to this guy. Listen to the way he, he, he talks. Listen to this. Press the like button down at the bottom. And uh, if I get, you know, a good amount of views, likes, and subscribers, I'll uh, I'll upload some more cool tricks that you can do to your car and oh. just some other cool videos. Don't forget like to like speed and holes. Good, I uh, yeah. got a good uh, lot of ideas part. that you can do with uh, some car. You <laughs> We oh God! <laughs> yeah. So if you guys, uh, if you guys like this video, <gasps> don't forget to subscribe. Vote up. up. Hold on. Let me get some phlegm out of my mouth. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. They want attention, right? Is that what it is? They just I, want attention. They're I guess not, they're not clever enough to get it like you do. No. They have to do with the podcast. Loud, yeah, they have to have loud mufflers. Can, and can you believe that that costs less than two hundred and fifty dollars to drilling install? holes in your car? <laughs> yeah, I can believe in that. In your nineteen ninety eight Ford Escort. Hey, um, here's a problem. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty big, big problem, problem, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and anyone who doesn't think so just needs to talk over this horse shit. <laughs> Anytime you go to a, a restaurant or cafe, you're having a nice conversation, and some guy with a small penis drives by in his Harley. Yeah. Revving up his engine. Okay, we get it, guy. We get it, cowboy. Here's the thing. You're driving by at fucking 50 miles an hour with your loud horseshit motorcycle. No one knows who you are. No one can see you. All we see is the back of your stupid skull cap, which, by the way, offers minimal protection to your dumbass head because apparently there's nothing to protect in the first place. Uh, These morons. Wearing helmets sucks, though. 
Yeah. Wearing a helmet sucks. Yeah. Feels good not wearing a helmet. <laughs> okay, you get dick. the breeze in your hair. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Feel like Major Kong riding huh? the bomb into Russia. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, some idiot was driving by with his with a small penis. Italy, but listen. It's really annoying. Yeah. It's super, like, I, I was going to play that on uh, on and on. I got, like, two or three minutes of that, but it annoys me so much. Um, Dick, here's some statistics. Oh. 0% of chicks think your economy sedan wins races <laughs> because it's loud. Zero wait percent. a minute. Wait a minute. No. Um, I remember a study that found how much, how turned on women get depending on what <laughs> engine they're what? listening to. This was a what? real thing. And Maserati won. I, and I don't, I don't think Maserati did the study, but they compared like luxury cars. Uh-huh. So I don't know if what you're saying is factual. I think I don't know where you got that survey that said zero percent of chicks think uh, are turned on by these cars, but I think they might be. Dick, where this sounds like bullshit. The study, what would they do? It's just just like, something I remembered. I don't know where it was. <laughs> okay, it was on the internet. It was interesting. I was like, huh, Maserati. You don't say. Yeah. Sounds as reliable as a truther. What, do they go around with cotton swabs and dab their panties after they listen to engine noises? Like, how the fuck can they tell how turned on a chick is? That's a good question. I don't how, know. How, but by the way, how do you tell in general? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no fucking idea, man. It's like a just a black box. Um, here's some more statistics. You can modify your Honda Civic to go faster than a, so- a stock BMW. This is something that, that Civic owners always say, oh, man, my, my uh, modified Civic goes faster than a stock BMW or Mercedes or whatever, right? Yeah. Whatever sports car you want. But 0% of people who can afford a luxury car give a shit because their car is worth more than your entire fucking house, right? They could simply buy the stupid car that you have and the mods if they wanted to. Newsflash, they don't. You don't see Richard Branson driving around, Elon Musk or Notch, like driving around town in shitty modified Honda Civics. They don't give a fuck because they can afford to buy real sports cars. Yeah, what are your thoughts on muscle cars, like classic cars then? Because they're quite loud. They're loud. And showy, but yeah. they're awesome. I hate these little rice rockets too, but I love American muscle cars, dude. Rice rockets. So a buddy is, that mine, not, is that an offensive term? Yes. <laughs> Would you call a Mexican-made car a bean rocket? <laughs> or uh, a Thai-based car, a coconut rocket? Like, what? Would, where do you... Where I do mean, you I, I would, not on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just did, buddy. Um, yeah, dude. Oh, get over it. No, is, no, that, no. is that that bad? No, I'm just butting your balls. <laughs> All right. Listen, I don't give a shit. Um, listen, man. Muscle cars, yeah, they're, they're loud. Look, they don't have to be so loud and obnoxious. I think that by design, if that's how they were built, fine. If they didn't have the muffler technology back then, which they probably didn't, because there are a lot of defects in muscle muscle cars. Like they're they're powerful cars, sure. Yeah. But they're not as efficient in many ways, especially fuel efficiency. I like the sound though. Well, back in the day, they didn't have catalytic converters. Yeah. Those choke off a lot of sound too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true, Sean. I don't know. Yeah, I guess they're. Cool. What do you want? Everything to be electric? Driving around like nobody can hear anything. Yeah. Like some weird uh, little kids playset. I mean, that'd be ideal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you, you next time next time you have a, a midlife crisis and your penis is too small, don't make us listen to it. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. All right. Yeah. So you can sit at lunch and brunch and have your tea and peace and quiet and have a good conversation <laughs> with not me. <laughs> yeah, Dick. What? What? You're saying? You're saying like I'm some kind of like snob because I want to enjoy my my lunch without this <laughs> constantly in my fucking ear rattling my my fillings in my mouth. Is that what you what you're suggesting, Dick? It is comforting. It's starting to get comforting. This sound. Great. I'll play the rest of the fucking episode. You know wow. what? We're gonna play the rest of this fucking podcast every single episode from now on. Sean, I'm just gonna send this to you. Just loop it in everything. There you go, Dick. Enjoy. Play it right over everything Dick says from now on. Huh. Shit drives me nuts. Do you Fuck have a lot of them noise. over here on this side of town? Do you have a lot of those guys? Not as much, but occasionally, and it's usually right when I'm saying something important during lunch. What? They just they have this way of knowing right when I'm coming to the thesis of what I'm saying, right? Because yeah. I'm always orating at Oh, lunch. yeah. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's a sm- fucking smart-ass <laughs> attitude you got here, dick? Because it's like a, you're describing like a sitcom yeah. where you reach the end of your um, – I think maybe they heard you and they're just like, all right, just shut up. I'm, yeah. I'm tired of this oration. Oh, and they just drive by and just rev their engines for yeah. me, huh? I, I even watched there's a YouTube video of a loud muffler contest, and all these Harleys and uh, you know motorcycles are, are lined up, 
And the announcer is getting visibly annoyed by these assholes. They keep revving up the engines while he's giving instructions on how they should rev up their engines. Yeah. And then he'll wait because it'll take a minute because one dickhead will rev it up. Another dickhead has to rev it up because it becomes this gi- giant fucking audio pissing contest. Mm-hmm. Oh, vroom, vroom, vroom. Here we go. Let's all, <laughs> let's all fucking rev up our engines. And then one person like dies down. Another person revs up. It never fucking ends. Then two minutes later, the announcer goes, Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> can I just explain the fucking rules? It's a six-minute video for like a 10-second contest. Because yeah. of these morons. <laughs> yeah, loud, louder. <laughs> Idiot. There's a website called moneysupermarket.com. And it, it's actually surprisingly well-researched. There's a ton of info on this. The most common reason people modify their cars is not to make it more functional, like such as installing sunroofs or air conditioning, parking sensors, etc., but for performance and aesthetic reasons. Modifications to engine yeah. and mechanics can increase your insurance rate by up to 160%, Dick. And all aesthetic modifications combined, including tinted windows, spoilers, and body kit panels, can increase your insurance by as much as 334%. Well, you know I hate car insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like car insurance isn't the problem necessarily. I mean, it's exacerbated by body modifications. So what should these guys do? How are they going to deal with their tiny penises, though? I suggest they fuck off. Well, They should right. start fucking off and then keep fucking off for okay. the rest of their lives. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. You're bored with a small penis. Do you have to announce it to the world every time you drive by? <laughs> so the most modified cars, I just have a couple of stats here and then I'm okay. done. Most modified cars, number one is the Mazda RX-7. And the things that people modify the most are alloy wheels and the exhaust system. Toyota Supra's number two. Number three is the Nissan Skyline. And number four, this is one I didn't suspect, but it's the Mini. And they're all alloy wheels, number huh. one, and exhaust, number two. Was the Scion on that list? No, the Scion was not on this list. I find those things repugnant. Yeah, they're Scions. ugly cars. I almost mm-hmm. bought one, even though I hate the way they look and function because they get really good gas mileage those stupid boxy scion xbs or whatever yeah they have a lot of storage space and they're really get really good gas mileage because they're very weak engines i almost bought that because when i was shipping a lot of stuff through my online store i would take packages to the airport or whatever but i did know that about the skyline because that was my car for uh, grand uh, grand turismo remember that game grand turismo? yeah i remember grand turismo yeah, yeah. I had a real souped up skyline yeah that was badass yeah i would sit in my apartment turn up the speakers and rev it up put them against the walls wow there you go dick all right real cool are you done that's a good problem yeah loud muffler douchebag loud muffler douchebags i think you got your beat though yeah what's your problem dick jury duty (laughs) jury duty yeah all right why is that a problem dick look what i have in my hand (laughs) you got a jury duty summons you got a jury duty summons wow yeah why do we have to do this why do i have to deal with this now because it's your civic duty oh, as a citizen. Come on with the down. civic duty shit. Well, you know how many people they call in and use in jury duty? How many? Twenty percent. So eighty percent of people yeah. are getting called in, sitting around, and then just go home. It's a huge waste of everybody's time. Well, Dick, I was about to shit all over your problem, but that's exactly the problem I have with jury duty. So I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, it's a big waste of time. Yeah, I mean, okay, civic duty is their answer, right? Yeah. Why don't they just let, like, it should be yes, no. Hey, you have jury duty. Do you want to do it? No. And then you could stay home. (laughs) Yeah. Because I guarantee you 20% of people want to go be the executioner for someone in court. Sure. You know what I mean? Like your buddy. You have a buddy who's like this. My life coach. Yeah, your life coach, the gun guy. Yeah. 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 Um, Did you know he was on a jury? Did I ever tell you about his experience as a jury foreman? You did, but we should definitely tell this story on the podcast. Oh, uh, okay. Sean, have you heard about this one? So your friend. My friend gets on a jury, and uh, it's a simple case. Three dudes knocked over a some kind of convenience store or some kind of, like, everything store. Down they they in, robbed it. They robbed yeah, yeah, they robbed it. They stole a bike. They were caught. Red, they walked in, blatantly stole the bike, and they were caught, like, a couple blocks away. So my friend uh, finagles his way up into the jury foreman position. And it takes him like a week and a half. He meets up with me after the case. And he's like, hey, 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 Dick, I got to tell you about the case. Um, I was like, well, what, what happened? He explains it to me. He's like, yeah, this poor Mexican store owner gets on the stand and like English. He's not very good with English. So he's trying to describe how these, these hoods 
stole a bike from his shop, right? But he doesn't speak English. He said hoods. No, I, he, he, he barely spoke English. He okay. was using like two translators. Yeah. And he's getting uh, torn into by the, by whatever, the, the attorneys. The prosecution. The, yeah, the prosecution. Right. Well, no, the defense. The defense, okay. Yeah. Uh, so he's struggling with his story. And my buddy basically 12 angry men these guys <laughs> to being innocent. Even though it was like he explained the story. He explained the log line for the story is these three guys stole a bike from this poor uh, immigrant who can't speak English. So he browbeat the other jurors. <laughs> like with logic, like, well, uh, you know, the, his testimony was slightly inaccurate and it wasn't really very clear if this was, if he assaulted them or like made a move to attack them. I'm like, who the fuck cares? Did you think they stole the bike? Throw them in jail. Yeah. What do the specifics matter? They robbed a bike. Prison. Hey, Matlock, shut the fuck up. Let's, yeah. put these, let's put these dickheads behind bars. Right. Let's get a couple bike thieves off the streets. So this is these are the people who want to go to jury duty, yeah. by the way, because he loved them. it. You know what? These are like these are these are junior deputies. These are volunteer deputies. The same people, right? They're just like champing at the bit. They want to get in there. They want to get a little bit of power, a little bit of authority. You know, Dick, I have a jury duty story. I got summoned the first time a long time ago to jury duty, and I showed up, and there was a room full of about 200 people. And I, I thought, well, this is weird, because I see juries, and they're usually made up of, what, 12 people? Maybe 11? I don't know. Yeah, like and why 10. is it 12? Yeah, why isn't it, like, three? So you can't why have gotta a, waste everybody's time? I think it's an odd number, so you can't have a hung jury, I believe. No, it's an even number. An even number. So you can, you so can, you can. very much have a hung jury. I think it's 12 because of Jesus. Yeah. I well, think it's 12 because of the apostles. I really do. Okay. Well, um, made up <laughs> theories aside. Uh, so, <laughs> so, Why is it 12? I don't know, Dick, but uh, you just made that up. I don't uh, know. It sounds good, though. Could be any reason. So I showed up, and there's like 200 people ar- sitting around, and I didn't bring anything with me. First of all, the line to get into the courthouse is atrocious. Yeah. I had to wait 40 minutes just to get in through their security checkpoint. Like, what am I What am I bringing bombs into this? I don't give a shit. You're calling me assholes. I didn't call you. I don't want to be here. Yeah. What am I going to bring in with me? A fucking samurai sword? I don't have anything on me. I don't even bring my cell phone. I'm fucking... They're like, oh, you can't bring any devices, anything. So... And then they didn't even provide parking, so I had to pay to do jury duty. I had to pay to pay all day long for parking yeah. just to get into the fucking courthouse. No, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. Then I get in, and I'm sitting and waiting and waiting and waiting on these plastic, hard-fucking-uncomfortable seats while everyone around me has books and laptops and stuff. And I, I didn't know you could bring this. So everyone's sitting around with their laptops. I didn't oh, know that either. Good, yeah, they're having a good old time playing video games and reading and whatever because apparently they don't give a shit about doing work or being productive. I do, but I didn't have anything with me, so I sat there twiddling my thumbs looking at the stupid propaganda posters about all these celebrities who do jury duty oh so and so tony danza did jury duty so you should be happy to do jury duty i'm like fuck you give me tony danza's life i'll do jury duty sure yeah. banging banging samantha what what's his what's her name on who's mona. the boss mona, mona. you're thinking no. of mona mona oh, was not, the hot I'm one not, no, <laughs> no, no she, maybe no, for you sure. buddy i'm pretty sure it was Alyssa mona. milano that's the hot one and they pay you what do they pay you 15 bucks a day in california I don't know. They don't like even that. pay. They don't pay you the minimum wage that like everyone else makes for your time. Yeah, for showing up, they don't pay you minimum wage. It's their minimum wage. They made it up. Well, yeah. Why are we not getting that? You know, Dick. While I was standing in line for jury duty, I remember I was frantically googling how to get out of jury duty. Yeah, and all I had on me was my cell phone, and I was just looking desperately for any way to get out of this. And I learned that. Uh, that, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, you shouldn't get out of it because it's your civic duty and society would fail, blah, 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 blah. And I thought, you know what? That's fine. I buy that argument. If you need me to do jury duty, call me down and I'll do jury duty, but don't fucking waste my time. Yeah. That's what you mean you would do it if you just went down and were able to do it? Gladly. Why gladly? Because why not? You hop on, you do your part. It's like five days of your life? Well, potentially. Potentially, maybe longer, maybe less, but I I think think the average average is five. I I did bring in his stats for you. Well, I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind doing it if it was just every now and then, maybe once every five years, and uh, enough people went through it. Yeah, sure. So you wouldn't mind? Occasionally, if they actually used me. If I came down and they made use of my time rather than made me sit on a fucking plastic chair for eight hours only to dismiss me, not even give me lunch, I had to go to this shitty chicken place. I think a lot of people are like you, though, and you would say yes on the form. If it was just check yes or no, like do you like me, superior courthouse, check yes or no, you'd check yeah, sure, I'll do it. 
What do you so mean, just do you let, like me? Do you, or do you want to do jury duty? Check yes or no and send it back. Yeah. You would probably say yes. If they would use my time efficiently, every yeah. now and then I wouldn't mind. Yeah. That's a perfect system. Yeah. I would check no every time. Great. They should drag you kicking and screaming. Oh, yeah. That, that, would, that would make me a real great jury member. Some you know, poor bastard is going to have me on their jury, potentially. Can you imagine that? Well, if you were on the same ju- <laughs> stats, you guys got stats? Nope, save them. Don't care. Yeah. Well, guys, what do you think? Do you think they did this 12 because of Jesus? Probably. Yeah. Great, Dick. Yeah, the, what the, the wage stats? thing pisses me off, though. Yeah, the wage they thing's know, bullshit. They know how much money I make, so why don't I just get credit on that, on my taxes? Like, if I got to go down there for a day, can I just write off a day? Because, Dick, Like, hey, IRS, give me a day of taxes back. No, here's the problem with that. So, supposedly, everybody is in the jury duty pool, right? Yeah. Uh, from CEOs to sure. people underneath the poverty line, supposedly. And uh, although I believe that most really rich and powerful people find a way out of jury duty. But, yeah, you just don't go. Yeah. But the people who are really rich and powerful, if they came down, like, say you're a CEO of, uh, I don't know, Walmart. You're one of the Waltons. Whatever, and you your daily salary is something like a hundred thousand dollars. What's the government just s- supposed to compensate you that yeah, much? Yeah, it's money? called a write off. You don't have to pay taxes for that day. Yeah, and then it just then it just lowers the entire tax pool. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, then stop asking. Okay, you know, then stop making so many things illegal. Yeah, stop making drugs illegal. You'll need a lot less jurors. Yeah, Dick. I don't know. I, I think that uh, I think it's more stop writing so many parking tickets. Yeah, there are a lot of bullshit laws. I think it's more important to <laughs> to go to jury duty. Every chance you can get to really push the jury nullification. What do you clause. mean push it? Like just you want to explain to, what that is? Yeah. I know what that is, but a lot of people don't. Yeah, this is a really important thing because we've talked about this, Dick. Jury nullification is one of the most powerful things that you have in the country, which is you can sit down on any jury, and no matter what the evidence is, no matter what the law is, no matter who they bring in, what they say, no matter what, you can always reject anything you want and just make somebody who's guilty walk free. As being innocent. Say, for example, in chicken shit drug convictions for marijuana or victimless crimes that they want to lock someone up for. You can have jury nullification and get someone off the off the hook. Yeah, I think it's important. I don't agree with that law. So I'm I'm they're not guilty of anything to me. If you find a law unjust, you have the power as a jury member to nullify that law. Here's a guy from uh, a guy from Slate wrote this up. I struggle to understand America's disdain for jury duty. I've been called twice, and both times I was happy to go. You agree with that? Mm. All things considered, I'd much rather do my regular job day in and day out than do jury duty. But I do my regular job every day. I find that taking a day or two or three off every few years to go do something different is pretty fun. Can you fucking believe that somebody wrote jury duty is pretty fun? Fuck off. (laughs) He probably wrote this on jury duty. I don't know. Um, yeah. For salaried professionals, jury duty is a paid vacation. What's not to like? What a what an idiot. What an asshole. Yeah, this is who you're getting on your jury, by the way. Yeah. Not me. Because yeah. I'll avoid it like the plague. There's no way I'll get on a jury. And you know, writers can do their job from anywhere. So this slate dickhead probably just sat around in jury duty, sitting around making money, unlike all these poor schmucks who have day jobs, who actually have to be there and work their jobs. Maybe they're, they're clerks somewhere. And they're losing their salary. And this guy's, oh, it's a vacation. It's a paid vacation. Sure, why not, dickhead? 32 million people in the U.S. are summoned for jury service every year. Oh, that's it? Yeah. 32 million? It's a lot. It's like what one ten percent of the com- 10%? country. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. What's our what percentage of our population is in prison? It's something absurd, like it's like ten percent, right? Yeah, I don't know. Wait a That's second. Ten percent of our population serves jury duty. Ten percent of our population's in jail. Hmm. One to one. What are you getting at? Every jury, every juror who goes to jury duty convicts a prisoner. Oh, that's your that's your platform. Yeah. Oh. You're, you're um, yeah. Estimated number of summonses returned is undeliverable, 4 million. Uh, The people who just don't show up, 3 million. 3 million people just don't show up. So I think I'd be in good company if I just didn't go in, right? 3 million people. Nobody's getting busted for it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, Pretty good problem, Dick. What else you got? You got anything else? No, 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 that's it. All right, man. Let's get to a real problem this week. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I got some funny excuses people have used. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, a woman explained that she couldn't serve on a capital murder trial because she had been a previous victim of murder herself. She was a victim of murder. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's a big problem. I, I mean, I do not want a ghost serving on my jury. 
You know what you could do during jury duty, though, Dick? You could listen to some Audible books. Oh, yeah. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com slash biggest for your free audiobook download. Maddox, you know all about Audible, right? They have 150,000 titles to choose from. Right. Every genre. Audible has it covered. You get a free Audible book when you sign up today. Uh, they've got over 1,000 science and technology books and over 1,100 science fiction and fantasy titles. And uh, you know what else they have? What's that? A bit of erotica. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What, uh, what do you mean, Dick? What, uh, what kind of erotica <laughs> do they have on Audible? <laughs> well, I picked, up some, uh, I picked out some titles that you might be interested in. Yeah. Poor, uh, poorly Made in China. That <laughs> book I referenced a couple episodes ago, you can download that on Audible. Great. Yeah. So you can educate yourself yeah. about China. Yeah. Uh, Politics by Aristotle. That's a that's an erotic novel. No, no, that's not an erotic novel. Oh. Neither is poorly made in China. These are just, these oh, are just okay. things you can listen okay, to. Dick. Oh, I thought these were all erotic novels. No. Okay, you're just <laughs> proselytizing for pre- previous problems, Dick. I have no, actual. I'm reading the ad. Oh. Er- Politics by Aristotle. Yeah. So you can pretend to be a greater mind. Sure. And this one, <laughs> I really will download this one. How smart is God? Uh, they did a test. They asked them. They I don't know. Interview. I want to find out. That's yeah. the book, though. Well, you can also ask him about the jury duty question. And of Why course, my 12, favorite, yeah. um, milked at her uncle's farm. I actually brought in some clips from that one. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Finally. Okay. Yeah, let's I'm gonna, no, I'm going to play them at the end of the show. Okay. Just in case Audible listens to the ad. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, there are some, uh, some books I, I found on Audible. There's one called Caught with a Dildo and Taken from Behind by Don DeVore. Uh, there is Fill Her Up, The Afternoons of a Woman of Leisure. Oh. Yeah, these all sound uh, these all sound like things I'd want to listen to while I drive. Anyway, Dick. Uh great. So audible.com slash what is it? Audiblepodcast.com slash biggest for your free audiobook download. And guys, it really helps the show. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We're able to pay our transcribers and people to do thumbnails and all these things to help free up time because this shit takes fucking forever every week. Yeah. Anyway, man. Let's get to a real problem, Dick. My second problem this week is non-porn porn. What the hell is that? Like Cinemax porn? No. Like softcore porn? No, I wish. I would settle for softcore porn. Here's what non-porn porn is. It's food porn. Have you heard of this expression? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. fucking yeah. Ass- Now there's food porn, space porn. What's space porn? It's just pictures of galaxies. Oh. It's just a bunch of assholes who sit around giggling and saying, oh, look at this galaxy. Oh, man, it's porn. It's por- it's space porn because look, all I love is galaxies. Oh, I can't get enough of galaxies. Mm. Oh, man, look at that Milky Way. I'll give you a Milky Way right across your face. Um, swarm porn. You know what swarm porn is? Swarm? Yeah, swarm. Like bees? So, yeah, like bees, except it's birds. They People like big swarms of birds, and they call it swarm porn. Mm. Then there's bacon porn. I'm so fucking um, sick of it. Yeah, I'm really sick of bacon. I don't even like eating it. It's so bad, like, it's affected my enjoyment of eating bacon. Yeah. They've hurt you personally. Yeah. With bacon porn. Breakfast porn. Again, it's just eggs and bacon. It's a superset of bacon porn. There's cheddar porn. Did you know this is a fucking thing? If you search Google Images right now for cheddar porn, you'll find pictures of baked potatoes, grilled cheese sandwiches, cheeseburgers, mac and cheese. Just people who fucking get off on fucking pictures of cheddar on food. Mm. Get a fucking life, losers. So there's cell phone porn, design porn, library porn. Not to be confused with librarian porn, which is hot as shit. Now there's just library porn. Search Google right now for a library porn. And you're going to find just pictures and pictures of libraries. Not librarians getting stuffed, just libraries. With safe search off. With safe search off, of course. There's destruction porn, just, you know, people destroying things. Wait a minute. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. You know what it is? Destruction. It's not porn. Just call it destruction. Yeah, okay. There's beer porn. And this is a this is from Reddit. This is one of the threads. There's a sub subreddit with beer porn. I think there's like twenty four thousand sub- subscribers to it. Uh huh. This is a this is the title of one of their posts: Homebrewed Mosaic Single Hop IPA, and it's just a picture of it and some idiot drooling about it. Yeah. There's car porn, furniture porn. It never fucking ends, man. Now here's the problem with non porn porn, Dick. The problem I have with it is the same problem I have with the word epic. It's cheapening the word porn. If you just apply the word porn liberally to non-sexual hobbies, it makes it harder to find real porn that you masturbate to. Here's a general rule. If you don't masturbate to it, it's not porn. If you actually masturbate to pictures of bacon or space, you're an asshole. You're not sexually attracted to space. Fuck off. 
The real problem with non-porn porn is that it slows you down while you're searching for porn, which means you spend more time masturbating and less time doing anything else. That means you start your day later, go to work later, get your job done later, which kills productivity and lowers the national output, eventually bringing the economy to a grinding halt. Next thing you know, the jobless rate skyrockets, people move to slums, and everyone dies in a giant race war. All thanks to non-porn porn. It's the biggest problem in the universe. Vote it up. Yeah. I think the, the cause of this is kind of related to my fire, fireball whiskey problem. Okay. You know? Well, because there's this, like, there's this desire to be immature. There's this desire to use immature words, like use juvenile words for things like porn. You know? It's very... Like, you don't think that's juvenile, the word porn? Like, you get the time of your life when you're excited about porn, when it's new to you, is when you're, like, a teenager, right? Yeah, I don't know if it's juvenile so much as a race for hyperbola. Like, people are running out of ways to express themselves in more and more extreme ways. So they have to say, I, they, they can't just say, I like pictures of space. I like space photography. They have to say, I'm into space porn. Yeah. They have to su- suggest that there's some sexual connotation going on. Like their 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 clits expand because they look at a picture of a mm. galaxy. Yeah. They're they get erect. They get aroused because they're seeing a planet. Is it or or I'm gonna take the other side. Is this the first step to porn being integrated into everything? Like naked news, topless newscasters. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like idiocracy where everything is sexualized. I wouldn't mind that. I think that's cheddar a porn. It's like a bunch of naked chicks on it. Like okay, bunch of cheddar stuffed in. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so, Dick. That's that's pretty gross. You know, if it was that, Dick, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But it's not. It's becoming. You know what they're doing? They're sanitizing Google searches. You used to be able to search for anything porn, and then something that was n- nude or obscene that you wouldn't want to show your mom would come up. Now yeah. I could I could pull up uh, any kind of porn and just show my mom. Here you go, mom. Here's library porn. Look at a bunch of fucking libraries. <laughs> you oh you what do you want to see space? Let me look up space porn. What do you see birds? Bird porn. Here you go. My two year old nephew is addicted to train porn. <laughs> That's all he wants to watch is backhoe loaders. Yeah, and dump trucks. Uh, and I want to watch some backhoe construction load porn. equipment porn. Yeah. and um and train porn. Yeah. I'd backload a hoe. Watch some porn of that. You know, there's hey, why even- are you using Google for your porn needs? Like, haven't we evolved past that? You know, if I'm Just in a, if I'm in a to- quick search, look, Dick, that was my point. It's slowing us slowing us down to do a porn search. I shouldn't have to go to a specialized website to look up porn to jerk off. I should be able to jerk off anytime I want anywhere, buddy. Do you really use Google to look up porn? If I'm in a pinch. Well, what do you mean if you're in a pinch? Describe me the scenario where you need to use Google to look up porn. This I'm genuinely asking. Okay. Stuck in traffic. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Sean. Stuck at jury duty. Stuck in traffic. My MP3 player just ran out of batteries. I can't listen to the erotic lactation story from Audible. Uh-huh. And then I just, I need to look up porn. I might have a laptop handy or something, you know? I need to look it up. I might be in a library. Here's, a, here's an actual scenario. Okay. You're at a friend's house. And you want to use their computer. You're there for a few days. You forgot your laptop or whatever. And you want to say, uh, I don't know, rub one out real quick. <laughs> so you hop on their computer. You hop into Google. You open up an in- incognito window. <laughs> you have to use your friend's computer to jerk off. Is your imagination that broken? I don't, I don't have to, Dick. I get to. It's not that I need it. I want it. In your friend's computer chair? That's kind of like you got, you're both using the same chair to get no. a hard on? That's weird. Oh, Dick, hold on. You've never heard of the Spank Bank? Come on, buddy. I'm not going to jerk off you in your spank chair. Bank, bank. Spank bank. You see something, you put it in the spank bank, and you, you make a deposit, and you make a withdrawal later. When no, you're no, no. I don't, I don't feel comfortable with this idea. <laughs> what, you're coming what? over. Do you do this at my house? You come over and sit in the chair I use to jerk off and look at porn on my porno machine? That's <laughs> not, weird and Not wrong. always. Well, did you see anything suspicious in your history browser? Of course not. Because nah, I, I, used, I use an incognito window and Google search, buddy. Do you do this, Sean? Have you ever used my computer to jerk off? No, never, but I thought about incognito. Oh. I was like, that would be yeah. a good way to do it. As soon as I said incognito, Sean was nodding like a hyena. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's too much of this bullshit non-porn, man. There's even child porn. Did you know? <laughs> Just pictures of babies. You searching for that on my computer, too? <laughs> Just your computer, buddy. Um, and while we're at it, you're not a sapiosexual. Can we talk about this? Huh? A sapiosexual, do you know what this is, Dick? Yeah, I learned about this recently. Yeah. Since my Tinder experience, since I learned what a sapiosexual was. Oh, yeah. And that everybody's, chicks who I am never going to bang in a million years are all that. Yep. 
Bunch of fucking assholes. A sapiosexual is a trendy, humble brag way of telling people that you're smart. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you're so intellectual that you're sexually stimulated by intelligence. Cool. Let me know when you're intelligent enough to know that human physiology is basically the same and you can't fuck a GPA. (laughs) (laughs) You might find smart people highly appealing, but you can't grind your vagina against their IQ. You can hump someone's forehead all you want, but dumb people's foreheads are virtually indistinguishable from smart people's when it comes to smashing your genitals against them. Mm. In fact, I'd argue that dumb people may even be better to grind your genitals against because their foreheads are more sloped. Mm. How about that, Dick? I never you ever thought, thought about of, that. Yeah. Well, I, does that apply to women as well or only men? What? I, I don't know, man. I've never grinded my penis against a dumb woman's forehead. Well. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, man. That's a whole new episode. Yeah, anyway, it's, dude, it's pretty obnoxious. That's my I, problem. I messaged this, um, this sapiosexual girl, the last, the last girl I talked to who was that, and within two messages, she managed to get into an argument about Neil deGrasse Tyson with me. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, what a sapiosexual. Yeah, it was a, re- it was a real blast. Yeah. I bet, all the, I bet people are just pounding down Stephen Hawking's door to bang him, huh? Yeah. Oh, you're so smart. Can I bang your GPA? I mean, kind of. If, considering the handicap that he has, like, both literally and metaphorically, that guy has gotten a lot of ass and, like, uh, um, scandalously. Like, he banged really? his nurse. Oh, yeah, I think he married his nurse. I I think yeah, she true. was his nurse while he was married or something like that. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, he banged his nurse. I'm not Wikipedia. Yeah, but I think that's more. that has more to do with him just being in close quarters with someone. Look, if you're in close quarters with someone long enough, you're eventually going to bang. Really? <laughs> even if you can't, even if you sound like a computer? Dick, that's why we cut this <laughs> this podcast off at one hour on the dot every week. We can't. We so, just can't. So we don't bang? We don't, we don't bang. bang accidentally? The sexual tension in the room after every episode, man. It's Oh, you could cut it with a knife. <laughs> Are you done? Non-porn. Yeah, non-porn porn. Non-porn that's my porn. Problem. porn. Yeah, I, I do feel like it's in the same vein with the I fucking love science yeah. shit that, you know, yeah. that I know you hate. I do. What's your, uh, what's your next problem? What do you want them to call it? What, non-porn porn? Yeah. How about just the thing that you're searching? Instead of bird porn, birds. Instead of space porn, space. Yeah, Instead but how of do they bacon differentiate por- themselves from, like, exceptionally good pictures of birds? You want them to say that? Well, first of all, when you search for bird porn, you're not going to find exceptionally good pictures of birds. You're just going to find a bunch of pictures of birds. Anything anyone considers a picture of a bird is going to come up in a search for bird porn. Hmm. And similarly for bacon or anything else, it's it's just a, it's just a, a cute way of doing. It. You know, how about this? You don't dick? like cute stuff. No. Yeah. How about just bacon enthusiasts? How about that? Oh, is enthusiast too hard to type? Porn, four letter word. Yeah, it's kind of tied into like the extreme marketing thing like how everybody, also everything hate. has to be extreme now yeah. i know man i i heard a i heard a takati commercial yeah last week and it, it sucked hearing it because i'm a big fan of takati um where they it was all about like mansplaining and like man oh. it, it was all this man shit yeah. and more I sexist was, agenda i was so sad about it that i like i almost wished i had not started doing that Back yeah. when, like 10 years ago, when yeah. that was kind of new. Yeah. To p- throw man on everything and do like that extremely masculine advertising. Well, now it's a derisive way to diminish something or to it's use condescending. it. condescending. Yeah, it's very condescending. It's it's a way to just a- attach gender onto, onto some concept that they want to make gendered and push a social agenda where there is none. Well, it was a beer commercial. I don't know if they were pushing a social agenda. But I don't know, man. Yeah. Anyway, dude, what do you? Uh, what's your next problem? All right, my next problem is is a big one. Okay, I've been saving it up for a while too. All right, you know, my problem is changing your sheets. <laughs> it's a big problem. <laughs> it? Have you ever had to change your sheets, Maddox? Uh, yeah, dude. Every time I I wash them. Every every time I change my sheets. First of all. It's impossible to do right. You feel like an idiot because I will put it on. Somehow I managed to put my fitted sheet on wrong five times every time I change my sheets. There's no, uh, there's no way to tell which is which. You which angle is shit. which. Which uh, corner is which. You know what I'm saying? You are a jackass. Dick, <laughs> you just, how do you put it on wrong five times? I don't know. If you flip a coin every single time... You have a better chance of success than the way you did it. You'd think so, but it just doesn't work like that. 
You, you, you put it on right the first time every, every time. time. You know how why? Do you, how do you do that? You look at the seams, and one side is ruffled and has fabric hanging no, out. No, not inside out. I mean, I put it on like the wrong rectangle. I put on the short side on the long side, yeah. and the long side on the short side. Well, what do you just so get it doesn't plain? Fit. My sheets always have stripes on them, so I know the long way goes towards the long side of the bed. End of story. Oh, you son of a bitch! That's pretty smart. Yeah. I don't want chicks to feel like they're in a prison when they're in my bed, though. No, no, no. They're very <laughs> subtle. They're, it's like a two-tone. It's a very subtle two-tone sheet where the where the stripes are very, very— You know, it's like a pinstripe sh- uh, suit, Dick. I, I know what stripes are. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty smart. Yeah. Well, I has got a solution for everything. Did you do that on purpose? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, because I, re- huh. I remember I had this problem a long time. Actually, I didn't when I was, when I was so living at home. So it was a big problem for you at one point. No, I, I thought about it before I bought it at, uh, at, I think I was at Bed Bath & Beyond or something, but at my parents' house, when I still lived in my pussy bed, I had a queen, Excuse right? Excuse me? It was a pussy bed. Why is it a pussy bed? It was four pussies. It, what do you mean? <laughs> it means everything you probably want it to mean. It was like just- <laughs> It was a car, wasn't it? <laughs> no, what are you talking about? It was a queen-size bed that it was, was queen four- size bed. What do you mean it was four pussies? Well, queen size beds are for pussies. Oh, because they're not big enough for you. They're not big enough for me and oh, for pussies. Okay, because I just bang a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Another bags of sand comment brought to you. I Fuck you, Dick. <laughs> you bang a lot. You call it a pussy bed? Yeah, man. It's my pussy wagon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> my pussy wagon. And now you have racing stripes on your bed. They're not racing stripes, asshole. So what would you do with your queen-size bed? Well, with that, you don't need to because it has a very obvious longer side to no, it. No, it's not obvious enough. Look, I struggle with it. Every time I have to change my sheets, I feel like a stupid idiot by the yeah. time I'm done with it, and I'm a sweating mess. Like, yeah. I have to take all of my clothes off and wrap a towel around my forehead like a turban oh, every time dude. I change my sheets. Great. That doesn't happen to you? No. No, I'm not it, an idiot. it's exhausting. Dude, if you put it on wrong once, just remember which corner was which and rotate it 90 degrees in any direction. Yeah, I understand that, but it just doesn't work like that. I don't know. It I don't does. know what to tell you. This guy is stupid. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. It's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. I don't think so, Dick. And and it's not necessary to do. The only reason you change your sheets is because you're going to bang a chick. Yeah. And if she's already in bed, uh-huh. she's not going to leave just because the sheets are dirty. I, well, she's not going to stay. No, that's no, no, no. She's already, she's already hooked in. Dude, I'm not, if I was a chick and I was over at your place, I'm not hanging around your fucking disgusting beds with chili stains and pizza. <laughs> I don't <laughs> eat soup and chili and pizza in bed. Know. I don't know what you're doing in your bed, dude. You're running around your house wearing a turban naked. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking? Who the hell? I don't know what's going on in your house, in your life, man. Well, it sounds like the, uh, the apocalypse outside with all the helicopters yeah. and yeah. guys bumping their mufflers. So Here you go. You don't think it's a problem. There you go, dick. Anyway, man, not a problem at it's all. A problem. I had to That's change so my sheets three times this week. Oh, It's a nightmare. Why have you changed your sheet three times, Dick? What has been so disgusting in your sheets that you had to change? Because this girl was coming over, right? Same one? Um, Hold on. What do you mean, same one? Same. Okay. Different girls every time? No, no, settle down. Okay. All right. What's going on, buddy? I mean, I, mean, I might not have a pussy bed like you. <laughs> so, cal- calm down. But I, like I do s- have girls who listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So, girl's coming over, and I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my sheets, because it's been uh, probably, I don't know, probably, I'll say a month and a half, but it was probably like three months, you know? Let's be honest. Yeah. So, I change sheets, and they're awful. Yeah. So, we sleep in, but like, she, they're so bad that she says how awful they are the next oh. morning. Like, I was like, man, these, I don't think these sheets are, they're supposed to be flannel, but they're, uh. They're really uncomfortable. She's like, yeah, it's like sleeping on a burlap sack. Oh, man. Like, All right. That's how much texture there was in grime on your sheets that she said no, it felt like No, it a- was the material. It was like a bad, coarse flannel. What are you? It wasn't like sand. I don't have sand in my bed. I don't know, man. So I changed the sheets. She yeah. comes over next time. Yeah. Bang again, of course. Of course. And this girl is like crazy in bed. So sheets are soaked afterwards, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, I got to change these sheets, right? This, what if another girl comes over? I don't want to have these, like, soaked. These sheets are ruined. I got to throw them away. Yeah, throw right? your mattress away, buddy. There's more DNA in these sheets than there is in, in my body, Gross. right? Like, counting all the cells. Gross, man. So I change the sheets. Coincidentally, <laughs> run into the same girl at a bar, bring her home, 
And I'm sitting there banging her again on brand new fresh sheets going, why did I change these sheets again? Because you're not a slob. Maybe that's why you change sheets, dick. It was a huge hardship for me. That's what I'm trying to get across. Oh, sorry and it is through- for everyone out there as well, changing your sheets. Sorry you went through such a hardship, dick. Sounds, some sounds real tough. Oh, you got some stats. Let's hear these. Yeah. Um, 37. Per- if I have to change those sheets again this week, yeah. I'm just going to uh, call the cops. <laughs> to say, you guys do it. I'm going to be one of those YouTube 911 callers yeah. that's like, uh, officer, I need you to change my sheets yeah. right now. Yeah. 37% of people change their sheets every week or every other week. That sounds <laughs> like a lie. Can sounds you imagine like- that hell? Changing your sheets every week? Well, every other week is men, every week is women. Every other week? Every week? People are changing their sheets? I know a, chi- I, I know a chick who changes her sheets probably once or twice a week. Oh, my God. Constantly. How laundry. often do you change them? <laughs> Mine? Yeah. I don't worry about it. <laughs> well, you could just lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple times a week. Okay, Sean, how often do you change your sheets? <laughs> do you even have sheets? I think you might just sleep in, on the floor. Like some weird monk. He sleeps on piles of weed. <laughs> he sleeps sitting up. <laughs> he sleeps on money. On bale, <laughs> bales of money and weed. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. That reminds me. I have an update on my man. Sorry, Sean. How, how okay. often do you change your sheets? I, I couldn't tell you exactly. I don't know. It, probably not every two weeks, but... It probably. Depends you feel on the safe summer. saying I, that. I, I, I'm constantly hot, so it's like a, a lot more often in the summertime. But the thing is, is that... Usually, hubba, like hubba. a sheet. <laughs> usually, a sheet. Usually, a sheet or the uh, or the fitted sheet doesn't make it back onto my bed all the time. Like it's like what, I just you can't... sleep on the mattress. I have before for like a week, and then I'm like ah, I gotta put that thing back on there. But I have. Yeah, this that's so... depression. That's what that's called. Well, I've gone. Yeah. I've gone through a couple months of having no fitted sheet on the yep. mattress. Those are dead days. That is days. depression. I've been there, buddy. <laughs> I got I've a been trick, there. though. I got a trick to so you can put the thing on right. You okay, just have let's to remember it. where the tag is on it. Uh, and remember that corner. Yeah. I, th- I think I have that, but that's how I end up putting them on wrong five times. Because I don't remember it right. And I'm like, well, just turn it 90 degrees. But I'm like, well. Yeah, but where's the fifth corner? What uh, fifth corner? What you- I'm sure I just put <laughs> them no, on. Why did he do it? Because yeah, I put them on exactly times. the same way every time. I'm sure. Because I wad them all up. Because I have a gigantic parachute sheets for my Cal King bed or whatever it is. Dick. And it looks like a square. Dick, um, Sean hasn't been recording this episode. This is actually an intervention. You're an alcoholic. We need to talk, we need to, talk to you. You can't even put on sheets on your fucking bed. This is a problem. It's become a problem. I would, man, I've never tried doing it drunk, putting sheets on my bed. Because it's That's like math. It's like math to me. No, I'll just sleep on the on the couch. Well, you, yeah. you might do it right the first time. Yeah. You, you guys are right. I should try. Hmm. Uh, yeah, 37%. So neither one of you, both of you guys are taking the fifth on how often you change your sheets. Is that what I'm hearing? No, you know, a couple times a month. Hey, so real quick, you had a story about your man. What, what people were asking, what happened oh, to your man? Yeah, somebody, somebody asked in the comments. And let's, let's recap for those who haven't listened to that episode way back when Dick went to Burning Man and brought back something worse than an STD, which was a live in guest. I might have brought back both. Well, I still haven't got tested. Oh, man. Yeah. Get your, I'm going to. <laughs> Fumigate this apartment after you leave. Okay, yeah. So I brought back this guy, uh, my man, right? Yeah. Like my race, my race Bannon. That yeah. was his name, right? Yeah. Like my, uh, like my valet. Yeah. It's not a gay thing. Okay, it's just a guy, my man. <laughs> and he occasionally imparts words of wisdom to me. Oh, you know, uh, just every once in a while. Uh-huh. So it's not condescending, but just if I might need them, yeah. he's there to yeah. look out to look out for those moments. It's like right? a shitty drunk Yoda. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess. What? Yeah, that's a pretty accurate description. Yeah, and what is what is your what well, did your I'm, man I'm not going to tell the whole story now because I don't want to. I don't want to tell tales out of school on this one specifically. Um, okay. I get a t- I get a text from him. He moved. He stayed with me for a month. Yeah. In my apartment, being my man. Yeah. Doing man stuff. <laughs> okay. And then I uh, he he left. He got too much. He couldn't find a job. Cal- uh, L.A. wasn't the answer for him. Yeah. All right. So he moved up to Mendocino. Um, Where's Mendocino? What is that? Uh, Mendocino, California, is in the middle of like Weed County. You know anything about that? So uh, anyway, everyone so- there is, uh, let's just say, a shady character. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I get so it's a, t- a good place for somebody who's having who's down on his luck to move yeah, to. Yeah. So I get a text from him. Um, hey, uh, hey, hey, Dick, how's it going? So this guy. Oh gosh, I don't know what to call what to call this guy. Uh, I know him. He's an awesome guy. Call him Chuck. 
No, 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 no. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to describe what he does. He he provides uh, medicinal marijuana from people for people. I think he's a dealer. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I, I think the word is kingpin, <laughs> not dealer. He's a kingpin. So my man says, "Hey, he wants to kill me." What? I'm like, oh yeah. He's and got, then I'm he's like, got a kingpin after him, trying yeah. to kill him. And he goes, and he I, and he wants to kill you too. Wow. This was a text. It's like, oh well, good to hear from you. Well, good job, Dick. <laughs> Great, you got a kingpin after you. Anyway, uh, so my problem this week is... <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. 29% of people change their sheets once a month. Okay. And 34% uh, at least one, more more than that. I, I don't believe that, though. Yeah, yeah everybody's lying. I'm yeah. the only one here that told the truth about yeah, it. Yeah, because nobody wants to be considered like a total Gross. slob or disgusting. Yeah. yeah. A couple times a month. That's me, for real. That is Really? Yeah. Uh, I might. I don't want to test it. We could set up a whole test, but we got to set it up in secret. Yeah, uh, we're not doing that. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, Dick, uh, my problems this week were loud muffler douchebags and non-porn porn. Okay, my problems are jury duty and changing your sheets. So don't forget to vote on these problems at thebiggestproblemintheuniverse.com. Check out Audible, our sponsor this week. Thank you for supporting us. Thanks for listening. I'm going to play some... Uh, some erotic stories for you. It was hard to put this together because as I was listening to it, I kept uh, kept having to jerk off and take a break. <laughs> well, thank God you were able to find it. Yeah. Are you ready for an erotic experience? Yeah, let's hear it. Milked at her uncle's farm. <laughs> Vanessa's dairy farm training. <laughs> See, voice could be sexier. By Leah Milken. I don't know, Chapter one. Pretty clever. Vanessa takes the bus to sounds her like uncle's a farm. <laughs> what were you going to say, Sean? No, it sounds like a computerized voice or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah, it doesn't even well, sound human. It's this weird. next part is going <laughs> to uh, give you some more evidence for that. Sexy Latina Vanessa was on the bus <laughs> on I-35 in Texas to her uncle's farm south of Nuevo Laredo. Wow. Tam- sounds like a GPS, right? Yeah. <laughs> Paulipas, Mexico. Still hot. She could not believe that her family was forcing her to go to work for him in Mexico for the summer. In Mexico. Yes, sure, Anything she got into in some Mexico. trouble in college and flunked a this class. This is not a robot, but, but it did sounds that mean robotic, she had right? to go to work it's on a farm? a farm? A farm? Really? Her mother told her it would make her appreciate the opportunities she had in college. Wink, wink. The hard <laughs> manual labor would make her wish she could go back and study. Wait, did you say it was say already hard working. manual labor this or five hard hour bus trip labor? was never ending, and all she could think of were the sisters she had left in her sorority, all the hot guys she had hooked up with. <laughs> Anessa enjoyed playing the field. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of when I'm yeah. going to Mexico for hard labor. <laughs> Oh, hot guys I've hooked up I got with. I got two more. I only got three clips from it. Uh, this this particular clip struck me as weird while I was listening to it. I listened to it once for enjoyment. Yeah. And then a second time um, for more to enjoyment. Bring it, yeah, for more enjoyment. Then a couple times later I got I brought it in for clips. Here you go. She refused to totally give up her city lifestyle for the Mexican farm, so she kept her <laughs> Kindle Fire HD and her iPhone 5. <laughs> Awfully specific. <laughs> Very specific. I don't know. I, it's erotica for women, though, right? All erotica is for women. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all erotic literature is for women. If there are no pictures, then yes. If this was erotic literature for men, it would be seven minutes long. Yeah. And it would just be descriptions of tits. And it would be written in a way so that the, the text itself formed pictures. And there would be a guy grunting in the background yeah. constantly. Okay, here's, here's the, last, the last clip. Because this, I'm trying to like think of what... What women want to hear in their erotic literature, right? If the guys on this bus were any indication of the farmhands, she believed she would have everybody wrapped around her finger before bedtime. Already, she had one guy pay for her lunch while another bought her a soda at the last stop. It's a fantasy. All that for just a tiny smile (laughs) and a couple of words. She hadn't even had to flirt or put out at all. <laughs> oh man, she's been I, on the bus for like twenty five minutes, right? But yeah. she hasn't had to put out yet. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was some statistics to see how many women stop right there to finish masturbating. <laughs> oh man, I didn't even have to put out. This guy bought me a coke. What a set. <laughs> <laughs> well, she gets hers. That's all I've got. That's all I've got from chapter one. But she gets hers eventually. Right. I, I got a quick voicemail. I don't know if this right. is. Uh... Uh, dugga, dugga. Dugga, 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 dugga. It just goes on for like 30 seconds uh, like that. He forgot the Muhammad Jihad parts. Yep. And one more. Hello, Maddox. Huh? This is the president of North Korea. 
Kim Jong Un. Oh, it's our friend Kim Jong Un. Your podcast yesterday. Mm. I thought it was very interesting. You said you were against satire. Satire's biggest problem. People should be jailed for satire. And I agree with you. Oh. I'm right there with you. You're so right, Maddox. You're so smart. You know, a, a lot of guys say they, they're good at giving or sex. That's like you and me. We're good at receiving or sex. Mm. That, that's a fact. <clears throat> that's yeah. a fact. That's great calling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got one more. Yeah, when are you assholes going to get around to some real problems? <laughs> Fucking talking about satire being a problem is not even close to a real problem. Oh. Have you ever fucking put on a pair of tube socks in your entire fucking life? That is the fucking worst thing that you can fucking experience next to wet tube socks. <laughs> wet you put on wet tube socks and your, your whole fucking life is just out the goddamn window. <laughs> Only fucking address the tube socks before shit gets serious. <laughs> it's fucking awful and it's gone on for too long. Why do we... We live in a fucking first world country. <laughs> And we're getting fucking Chinese tube socks. It's over by the polo, probably. I have no fucking idea. But they're a fucking problem. The only thing a fucking tube sock should ever be used for is stuffing in the end of a Molotov cocktail to burn out a fucking tube sock factory. <laughs> Fuck you both. We're not addressing the tube sock. Why do I get the feeling that that guy made that vo- that phone call on speakerphone with a bottle of whiskey in one hand and a gun in the other? <laughs> and a bunch of... Tube socks with holes in them? A.K.A. you, Dick. Did you call in? No. All right, that's it.